0: When I hear my voice and it's not like in my head, if I had a new vocal coach, then I could hit those notes. All right, if you're singing to it, again.
1: then we're just gonna start. This forever, dude. All right, Gabe And on that note, I'm guess, not gonna use that. I already said it. We're <laughs> gonna use my on that note.
0: All right, yeah. You know we need we need to be different sometimes. Guess who's Bazak? You know who's Bazak. It's me. It's me, Benny G. And I'm with my host oh. of other one, Colin Chomiak, C-Money, we're back, season three, did we ever leave?
1: Yeah, we left, we, we always leave. We do. Um, we haven't taken a hiatus, but we really need to take a hiatus soon. I, I am so overworked, this life is becoming a chore for me. And this is just one of the tasks on the chore list, you know,
0: oh my God you sound so you sound so uh somber about this
1: I'm somber about everything, and this season album doesn't three. help it's season three season three for our listeners, another week of recording for us <laughs> we, just, we don't stop we don't we try to, and then we just pick it up
0: yeah, it's like a coke, yeah, it's a I think this is a, one of the my better habits is doing a a podcast with my friend, dear colleague, something like that,
1: you know? Yeah, it's not bad.
0: Uh, hello, everyone. No, no ones. Just everyone's. Everybody's. Everybody. People of Earth. Cats, snakes, chickens, ducks, elderly people, and twerkers.
1: No, you not know, the twerkers. Not
0: the twerkers? What do they do to you?
1: They're a type of person where it's like that's the one problem jay Z didn't have that's that's the twerkers. He was just being polite when he said it in his own in his own ways he was being polite by saying a bitch ain't one. He was talking about the twerkers as
0: the bitch I could see that that was yeah. definitely in the but you know his wife was a twerker well, yeah. The uh-oh is basically just like an inverted twerk.
1: Yeah, but at the same time... It's Beyonce, so... She's a Destiny's child.
0: She's a child of destiny. So. Yeah,
1: so it's like, you know what? We let her... That's a pass.
0: At same with point. the
1: Cheetah Girls. All the Cheetah Girls are a pass.
0: shout out to the Cheetah Girls. Oh, man. Uh, today, we start off season three strong, in my opinion, not so much <laughs> in Colin's opinion. You can't
1: just lie to our listeners. We're starting off weak as shit.
0: Oh, this is going to be funny because I'm going to tell my friends to listen to this. Oh, okay. and I'm speaking for them and me.
1: Do they know you're speaking for them?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They know. They know. They know. Okay. They know. They know. I will be like, yo. Do, I- they,
1: do they know at the time of recording or... Is the episode I, friend, about to come uh, out? Lee
0: uh, Heisler. He he'll he knows that we're That's doing. That's a
1: this. fake name.
0: That's it's his name. His name is actually James. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Boy,
1: how many times are you gonna switch it up between the episodes? I'm so it's talking gonna call to him Lee. Lee
0: because Lee is what we called him for years. He's like, yeah, don't call me James. Call me Lee. We only call him James when we're fucking. Is him. Lee
1: any like in any point of his name? I think it's like his, his middle, middle name? name? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, we call him Lee. Uh, <laughs> I hated Lee. First met him, he hated me, and he had this horrible hair. It's like it was like he was a fucking anime character, but he's a white boy. That makes
1: sense. All anime characters are white,
0: but no, they're not. They're not they're supposed to
1: be white. Asian. But yeah. look at him; they're white. Goku, Goku Goku's was a white man a from white Detroit.
0: Oh, come on, I've seen just because he turns before, into a have.
1: gorilla doesn't mean he's Goku not a white a black dude. man. That's racist.
0: Frieza's racist. Monkeys. monkeys. That nigga used to. The nigga be in the uh, recording booth using Frieza's lines. He monkeys. He was. He was really stretching that shit out. You could hear the racism.
1: They're just like, you know what? We're not feeling it. So let me let me show you a picture of Samuel Jackson, <laughs> and you just say whatever comes up. Here's Samuel Jackson at brunch.
0: <laughs> and I that's what that we idea. got. They just kept it in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got Samuel L., Wesley Snipes, and fucking. Uh, Rosa
1: Parks. How do you feel about Rosa Parks moving up in the bus?
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking monkey. Fucking move. Whoa. Wow.
1: That, that sounded. I'll cut that out. That sounded <laughs> very hateful. <okay>? <laughs> <laughs> We're just joking around, and you came in hard.
0: But no, Lee, I'm going to tell my friend, uh, my friend Tony, Anthony Figueroa, the main person that got me into Bomb the Music. Tony Figs? And Anthony Figueroa. His name is actually Edward, but God, why, why can't you just a, call people?
1: These are their the names. names they told
0: me to call them by. When we did grew they up did together. they
1: did they want to lose you later in life? No, because they're like, you I know what? So he'll look me up by Tony, but my name's Edgar.
0: I am still we're still friends on Facebook and on everything. I still oh, know God. what these guys are doing. I just talked to Tony uh, about two or three weeks ago. Uh, Jared Newsom uh, about life. Isn't
1: Jared Newsom a politician? No. That sounds like a politician's name. He's
0: I'm far Jared, from a politician.
1: I'm Jared Newsom. Vote for me for District 13 <laughs> oh representative. Jared
0: likes the show and <laughs> listens to the show. He's going to hear you say these things about him.
1: I'm not saying he's a bad person, but his name sounds like a politician's name. <laughs> oh, and he's running in District 13.
0: Uh, uh, Raymond Solzer. He doesn't listen to the show, but I'm going to tell him to listen to this episode specifically because this album means a lot. Uh, to all of us. we all. Relate. How does this
1: album mean a lot to you guys? They, this is a stupid album. <laughs>
0: this is a stupid album. You disrespectful monkey. <laughs> oh, man. We, uh, we like uh, a shitty Scott Punk band by the name of Bomb the Music Industry. We are reviewing their final album that came out in 2011. Oh, what a... Vacation.
1: What a note to end on.
0: Um, this is the beginning.
1: You said their final album. Oh
0: yeah, this is their last album. Jeff Rosenstock is now, a yeah. and that's He's what a I'm solo
1: artist now. That's what I'm saying. It was a terrible note for them to end on. As you a fan,
0: you are. Uh, I think you're in the minority.
1: I think I'm in the majority.
0: I don't think you are. I uh, this band sourced, is a very very devoted fan base.
1: I went to. Oh yeah, devoted fan base. You know what else has devoted fan bases? Kingdom racists Hearts.
0: and racists. Uh, do you think how many racists do you think enjoy Kingdom Hearts?
1: Probably a lot, honestly. You think so? Yeah.
0: I don't think I don't want to give uh, credit to racists like that because Kingdom Hearts is all right.
1: Yeah, if you're a racist,
0: you don't like Kingdom Hearts.
1: I never played it because I'm not stupid.
0: When you walk away, you I wasn't don't like. Hear me say, you didn't like the idea of Cloud and Mickey Mouse in the same game.
1: Bro. I wasn't, no a, big, you don't like I wasn't a big. I wasn't a big Disney person. I wasn't like oh Mickey Mouse, <laughs> bro.
0: There Goofies was, in that. There was fucking uh the fucking Little Mermaid characters, Aladdin.
1: Ooh like, wow! Fucking
0: they end up putting the Toy Story characters in these in these games. No Tron. way. Tron,
1: Tron, bro, in with the Disney characters such as crazy. Mickey Mouse and the Little Mermaid and. Toy Story? Who oh, Next you're going to tell me Stitch was in there from Lilo and Stitch? He was. What? Are you saying you don't like Lilo how and Stitch? About, how about Daffy Duck? Was he in there Daffy too? Daffy Duck
0: is one of the main characters oh, you played. Oh, Daffy as.
1: Duck's a main character? It's
0: Sora, Daffy, and fucking Goofy. Oh, okay. And they fucking traverse the world sure. of Disney and meet Final Fantasy characters like Titus fucking Aeris, fucking... Um, uh uh what's his name? Uh, uh from number eight. From number eight. Uh what's I, his my so name? Here, is Squall. So did you have a PlayStation one growing no. up?
1: I had SNES, N64. PlayStation 2. Uh, so I skipped the one.
0: That's a bit that's that's well, you can play PlayStation 1 games on the PS2. So actually right. you, don't, you don't have an excuse. But I when N64 2.
1: But I wasn't gonna be like the poor kid and buy old games. I was gonna buy new PS2 games. God,
0: fuck you, dude. You suck. Uh anyway, to all my friends listening to this episode, I'm gonna be the one defending this album that we all listened to in the back of Ryan's car a bunch of times. Uh,
1: oh, that makes sense. I didn't know this was back of the car listening.
0: Uh, doing a lot of drugs. Oh,
1: I thought I was singing something else.
0: Oh no, we're not. Well, not them. Well, not me. Some of them. On the low. And you? No. Back of the them. car
1: listening no. to this album. Back of the car.
0: And no. you? No. No, I don't know. This is a good album. Also, my friend uh, Aldo. Oh, Aldo. Aldo Rain. What? <laughs> from
1: uh Inglorious Bastards. His name was Aldo oh, Rain.
0: I, uh, I don't remember the names. But uh this is a good album, man. Uh, for nerds. Let me ask, let me like, but for real, like break down why you don't like this album. Before I even get into it. Too many
1: different it has too many different sounds. Like the first song that played, I'm like, oh, is this a band? Like, is this a fucking cold play type band? Because that is a very cold play type song. Yeah, it is. And then the second song plays. I'm like, okay, wait, now is it like a Blink-182 band? And then the third song plays. I'm like, all right, is this the fucking Ramones? Pick a fucking sound and stick to it. That's my issue with the album. Too many different sounds. Sounds like they don't know what they want to do, so they threw an album together and released it.
0: Now, I would say... There's an album they did before this called Scrambles, which I think is more, uh, definitely more consistent in tone and sound than this one. But I prefer this one because even the songs that are kind of depressing, it fit my time period. Going to the beach with my friends, smoking weed, just like living life and enjoying things. It felt like the album was called Vacation, and it feels like it is. And I think the reason why there's so many different, like, sounds and moods is I think it's because it's the, I'm pretty sure Jeff knew this was going to be the last album that he did with the idea and the concept of Bond, the music industry, and that he was going to maybe go solo or whatever. I think he had in mind he wanted to do all these different sounds to kind of make it all come together because there's so much stuff. Like that, they did on their previous records that they're doing on this one, like with the in um, samples with like the movie, like little samples. And the fucking there's a song, the song The Shit That You Hate is a lot like a song that they did on um, the album before this, Scrambles, called Two Million, where it's like real, real slow.
1: The intro song?
0: No, 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 the My Telephone. That song, uh, The Shit That You Hate Don't Make You Special. That song is a lot like 2 million.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying the stuff I hate. No, no, no. That's okay. The, the I'm like, because I songs. do hate the intro song.
0: I, I don't like the intro song either. I, I've never liked it. It's too slow plotting. Way too
1: slow. Don't start your album off that slow if it's yeah. not a slow album.
0: The Also, that that one also, Campaign for a Better Weekend, the intro song, is a lot like the song on Scrambles, the first song. Um that was I don't, I don't remember the name of that one, but that one's way better. That one's got more keys and more things come in. It feels it's a it's a, it's a little bit more actiony, and like has a little uh, uh, has a voice recorder voice recorder, you know.
1: Let me ask you this: Was she called Alicia Keys because she played the piano? Was her last name Keys?
0: I don't think so. I think that was just like yo, you Alicia, you could play them keys, girl. Okay. And somebody, somebody at the label definitely came up with
1: that. Okay. Because when you said keys, I immediately thought Alicia and then I thought of that. And I'm like, I never put that together.
0: I guess we can get into questions for Colin. Though. Thank you. Um, my first question uh, Why do you hate Ska? I don't hate Ska. You sure?
1: Yeah. I like No Doubt. Why would you think I hate Ska?
0: Cause this is a ska punk band.
1: Just because it's a, I don't like the album, doesn't mean I like ska.
0: I feel like you would be the kind of person that hates like jubilant uh, themes. No, <laughs> I like music. that.
1: It's uh, just when you jump between different genres of music in one album, that's what I don't like.
0: What do you think of the the ska punk influence on this band? Do you think when they are when they're in that pocket, it sounds good? And li-
1: yeah, I like. They're songs that sounded very Ramones influenced, and I thought they did that well. Okay. And then this song that's playing right now, it's uh, Savers. Sick Later. Sick Later. I always get sick it's, later. It's in, it's in my i I'm getting ahead of myself. It's in my top five. This feels like a, yeah, it's in my top five a Tony Hawk song, yeah. you know? Like I'm just skating in a mall trying to do some tray flips and rack up points, you know? Um. And that's good. It's just the constant jumping back and forth that I don't like. And it's not that I don't like ska, Gabe. You can not like an album, but like a genre of music.
0: I, I just wanted to generalize you. <laughs>
1: that's fair because I'm gonna start gen- it, it, season three. We do something different each season. Season three is gonna be the generalization <laughs> season. So I'm gonna generalize the fuck out of you in our later albums.
0: We're uh, let's get let's get general. That's a fucking hilarious thing to tell someone. You know what? I'm gonna start generalizing <laughs> you. That's what I'm gonna start doing. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um uh okay, this second question. Do you hate uh hearing your voice and it's not like in your head?
1: Like in a recording? Yeah, you know. No, not at all. I did back in the day, but then I started doing comedy and I liked hearing my voice over speakers that an audience is hearing is more of an egomaniac type thing. And I grew yeah. to like it.
0: It took a while for me to, to be okay with it. Cause like I was, I, I used to have, you know, I used to um, read the Bible in front of people when I was a kid and um, in church. And we used to, you know, have microphones and talk. And I, I thought that was, you know, I thought my voice was fine then, but like when I started rapping and then hearing my voice, I was like, Yo, oh, hated it. It was so hard for me to get over that. Like, made me not want to rap for a long time while I was rapping. I was like, oh my gosh, I should stop doing this. I should stop doing this. My fucking voice is horrible. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. But that's why, and I would always think of Vocal Coach, the song I was referencing. Um
1: it's in my top five.
0: Good song. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yo, yeah, man, Jeff gets it, man. Jeff gets it. He understands. Your vocals are... It's hard to to finally, like, first hear your voice, man. It's weird because it's not how you hear it.
1: Right. Because you hear it with the, like, I mean, all the fucking vibrations and the bones in your head and everything. Yeah. It deepens it a little bit. And then you hear it back and you're like, mm, that doesn't sound right. That's not who I am. So I fudged it a little bit on my soundboard over there. Yeah. I turned the deep tones up a little bit. And so it sounds a little bit deeper Good. to what I, like I hear. That. Yeah. Not on yours. I turned the deep tones down and I turned the high pitch up. So you really sound really whiny.
0: Yeah, when I was, uh, when I turned 11, that's when my voice was like starting to like really drop. And I was so excited about that. I was like, yes. At the age of like 11, (laughs) I was already very sure I wasn't going to be a tall person. So I was like, I might as well get something out of puberty.
1: Yeah, around that time, that's when you know. You, knew, because, you like you
0: kind of can get it.
1: I was always the tallest in my class. And then like later on, it was me and this other kid. Every year, we would grow like inch by inch and beat each other. Mm-hmm. And I just knew I was going to be a tall person. Yeah. My dad told me we had a couple seven-footers in our family. So I also knew just based off genetics, I'd be kind of tall.
0: It's like a wild card. I think it was just a wild card with us. I don't know how. My brother Yusuf is tall. And I'm just like medium, medium.
1: You're not medium
0: i'm not medium
1: you're a little taller than medium a little bit okay. i would say like five six is medium
0: oh, okay oh that makes me feel a little bit bad.
1: yeah if, if you're around five ten you're almost tall i'd say like six one six two that's when you're like wow that's tall yeah and then anything else is like jesus christ tone it down yeah right bit.
0: like chill nigga like yeah what are you doing
1: I'm at the height, I'm 6'1", and I get asked in grocery stores to grab things for people. <laughs> like, I was walking, and I was in a Safeway one time, and this lady stopped me. She's like, hey, were you going to go down the soda aisle? And I'm like, no, but I can. Like, <laughs> do you need something? Because I knew That's it was it something was. I had to get. She's like, yeah, it's a, it's a diet caffeine-free Pepsi, and there's only one left, and it's way in the back. So I go and I reach, it's the top shelf of the soda with the two liters. And I grab the back two liter bottle. And she's like, you make it look so easy. And I'm like, it's because it is, <laughs> it is. so easy. You're just I'm just, short. I'm just reaching over and grabbing something. And she's like, Oh, thank you. I'm like, yeah,
0: you did a good deed. You're there for her.
1: I do that every now and then mainly I do that. Uh, so like moms and people of mom's ages like me a lot. And I try and keep that going so they can mention me to their daughters. That's
0: a good strategy, man. Yeah. See, my, I'm all messed up. I'm just trying to bang the moms.
1: See, it's that's like, that's the problem. That's my I issue. bang the moms that are my age. Yeah. That's where you're going I, wrong. Just,
0: I've had enough of that. I want. I need the taste of a cougar.
1: Don't ever say that again. <laughs>
0: I knew as I was especially saying, especially
1: that way that you said it.
0: That's why I put a little extra stake on it because I was like, you know, if I'm gonna go for it, I'm gonna go for
1: it. Yeah. Speaking of older women,
0: <laughs> uh, last question.
1: Um, it's gonna be a great cutback. Oh fuck, pussy man. Last question. <laughs> Just silence. I'm gonna cut to that after. It'll make no sense to our listeners, but. <laughs>
0: I love that as a segue. Yeah, <laughs> um, tell me about a vacation that you love. That you had a good vacation.
1: I feel like I've always talked about my vacations when I take them, and then I come back and do the you podcast. have one that
0: you have not mentioned yet on the show?
1: I talked about New York. I talked about recent Chicago. Chicago I talked about old Chicago's. Um, talked about Vegas. Talked about Vegas. Let's talk about New Orleans. Yeah i was, it I've was been to New it Orleans was,
0: as well. We can compare stories.
1: It was a work trip. Oh, I turned a bit of this into a bit of stand-up for a bit. Mm. So I'll get into that later. So I was there for a conference. Again, typical go the first day. Every other day, it's just a vacation for you type thing. And if I work with you and we work together, I went to every event. I attended that full conference. So anyway, now that that's out of the way, uh, <laughs> it was great. I'm given a per diem. This is a case in Chicago too, like nice. 300 bucks to last me four four days. I was there.
0: That's 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 good living. That's
1: so good you eating. can like you can mix it up a bit. I yeah. spent most of that on beer at Wrigley Field. Um, But this time I ate just all over the place in New Orleans. In New
0: Orleans with like 300, 400 like extra bucks. You're a king.
1: Yeah. So the first night I went there, I ate at this fancy restaurant near my place. I forget what it was called—something like Anthony's or something.
0: Shout out to Anthony.
1: Uh, maybe not. I forget the name. So it was my first time having gumbo. I'm nice. like, if I'm gonna have gumbo, let me try it. Like typically, when I go to a new city or even a city I've been in, I was trying to find the hole in the wall places because those are the people that know how to cook. Yeah, and like yeah. that's the authentic version of the food you want to that's try. That's what you
0: have to do in like big places like New Orleans, New York, especially like all the hole in the wall places there are the best places.
1: Dude, my sister's always the one that lives in New York. She's always amazed by the places I find. That she lives there and she's never seen before. I'm like, "Yeah, you got to look down at LA like, or not look down at them. You got to look for the run down places." It's like, I found this really good Mediterranean place when I was in New York. One of the best fucking falafels I'd ever had. Oh. And it's like... Just love a
0: good falafel.
1: That, that type of shit, like, I just love, like, you know, you got... And I told my sister, like, the last time I was in New York, it was my Italian trip. Because there's so many vibes to New York, you kind of have to do each thing separately. Yeah. So I had a Chinatown trip. I had a Jewish deli trip. And this time was my Italian trip. So I went to Italian delis, different than Jewish delis. The Italian delis, those are fucking great delis. Then we went to an Italian bakery and I told my sister, I don't want to go to one of these Instagram bakeries. I want to go to a bakery that has a grandma sweating in the kitchen, making the fucking cookies that her grandma made. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the type of Italian shit I want. And so it was like that in New Orleans. When I went there... First night, I got the fancy gumbo because I'm like, you know what? This is Pima's dime. I'm going to live it up. I'm going to eat expensive. Second night, I went down one of these streets. It was one of their big streets, but it was this kind of like, I guess in Tucson, it would kind of be like a sports bar type place, just like a rundown place. And I had, uh, what's the other dish that's very Creole? It's gumbo jambalaya
0: jambalaya i had
1: a rabbit jambalaya oh that God. was so fucking good and it was so spicy and that was like i had never had jambalaya before it's and amazing. so me saying oh this is the best jambalaya i've ever had i knew if i had other jambalayas to compare it to
0: it wouldn't have been better
1: no i think that jambalaya would well yeah yeah that jambalaya that i had would have been way better it was so, it was like just the right amount of greasy, you know, the, the meat was flavorful. The rice was perfectly cooked. It was amazing. Um, but then I did, this was like in the height of my stand-up. I want to say it was like 2017. So I went to Cafe du Monde, which is their famous, you know, get a coffee, get some beignets and everything. And I had a couple beignets and I was just writing jokes down in my notebook, trying to work shit out. And that was very nice because it was like outdoor seating. You heard the hustle and bustle of the city around you. Inspiring, Yeah, very inspiring. And, and beignets are fucking fantastic donuts, you know, just
0: covered in powdered sugar. You are take, they sponsoring this episode?
1: Not, no, no, no. You know who's sponsoring this episode? Four Square Rum. Four Square Rum. It's good rum. Is it good rum? It's the rum that I found by Googling. They had a $90 bottle that's like their anniversary or extra age type shit. I got the $15 bottle because I'm like, hey, same place. You know, this is going to be just as good. Because I Googled good rum brands and this is. You're so easy to distract. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Get you off any tangent.
1: That's my ADHD. (laughs)
0: It, it is astounding how easily you lose focus. Yeah. But
1: back to the beignets. Uh, the beignets, I, it, it wasn't off focus. I knew where I'm able to jump back into anywhere. Yeah, so Café du Monde with the beignets. You bite into them, powdered sugar flies everywhere, right? Fantastic. Delicious. I go to this uh, bar my dad told me about. There's another street off Bourbon Street. It's like Bourbon Street's the tourist street. And then this one is kind of the touristy one that the locals go to. Okay. And it was like an Irish pub and they had really good frozen. uh, What's the term? What's the mixed drink called where it's coffee and whiskey? Irish Irish coffee. coffee. Yeah. They had really good frozen Irish coffee. So I got myself an Irish coffee and whenever I get a mixed drink like that, like in Vegas or something, I have them add a floater on top. which is just an extra shot of alcohol. And I had that, walked around, had a great time, got my palm read, because I'm like, you know, I'm in... Why not? I'm in New Orleans. I got to get my palm read. And I would have done a tarot card reading, but the palm reading was much cheaper. So I did that. I just wanted it for the experience. I wasn't some fucking stargazer. Yeah, I wasn't some stupid stargazer looking at my horoscope for the day. Jeez. I I was just there for the experience. Just for the experience. yeah. Yeah, but it was a great trip. I'd like to go back to New Orleans, and it was a couple days before Mardi Gras, and I was so pissed. Like I would have loved to have been there during Mardi Gras. Uh,
0: can you uh, put on the song "Everybody That You Love"?
1: Yeah, you feeling sentimental? You want to think about everybody that you love?
0: No, I just really I just need to remember exactly how that
1: That one was. Wait, hang on. I know that's okay. Yeah, there's everybody that you love and everyone everybody that loves you.
0: The Aww. first one's better than the second.
1: Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. So yeah, that's one of my vacations.
0: Like the album, Vacation.
1: Well, my vacation was better than the album Vacation.
0: And uh, on that note, let's go into our top five. My top five has been bugging me all morning. And I don't care. Something, something. Top five. Top five.
1: Top five.
0: I was trying to do the shit that you hate. Um
1: everything you do is something I hate. I know. So I know. good job. You did it. Um
0: speaking of that, <laughs> that song. That
1: was rude. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be, apologize.
0: it's okay. It's, and it's for our, it's our who listeners. You are. No, You're for our listeners, for
1: is... our listeners' sake, I'll apologize because they don't know I'm joking around. <laughs> But I am just joking around.
0: A lot of times, I'm just I just ignore him uh, because I'm a professional.
1: More like you're a little sensitive. No, cut that out. I'm very sensitive. I know. I'm a lover. I take and a fighter. I see that and I attack it.
0: I know, I know, but I'm 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 so past that. It's okay. I'll always be sensitive. I love being sensitive because if I wasn't sensitive, I would have no friends. (laughs) That's the only way I have friends. Is it? I, I often laugh. When in uncomfortable situations, because I'm afraid of my own thoughts, and the only thing I can do is laugh. Uh.
1: Because
0: if I really was like, if I really let the beast go, it was always going off. I would have no friends. You know, so a lot of shit. You know, I just, you know, I'm an adult, man. I'm 29, but yeah, you know, I've been through shit that a lot of 29 year olds haven't been through. So I have a different perspective on the world and how to deal with people. You know.
1: Yeah. So we're meeting Monday. At Jen's to do rehearsals again. Do you want me to pick you up and take you over there? Yeah, because I think you'd like it.
0: Why? It's,
1: it's just fun to like fuck around with everyone when you're not in a sketch. Because I'm not in any live sketches. I just go there to hang out and fuck around.
0: Maybe we can do the episode with her.
1: Then. No, I don't, because I'd have to take a bunch of shit over there. Yeah. Gay okay. or with uh, Trey, like we lucked out. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. With Jen, I would have to carry my laptop, unhook all that, carry the microphone.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to start it off with my honorable mention. Yeah? Uh, as as we have discussed, I love this album. You don't love it so much.
1: It's not that I don't love it. I just think it's know. hot trash.
0: I know. I love it um, because I listened to it with my friends during the summer of 2011 into the early parts of 2012. I would listen to the shit that you hate on New Year's Eve going into 2012 and have, like, a cathartic experience. Like, it just hit me. I was in a really, really dark place at the time. And me and my friends had just started hanging out again. Because I don't know if I was going to bring this up. I was Bring it up. I was going to bring this up on a different episode. Uh, like, I forgot to. Because it, it just made sense. Because uh, we were talking about, I think, Green Bay and uh, the Steelers. Um, but Oh,
1: yeah. Green and yellow and black and yellow and everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: we're talking about that. Um, I was in foster care the mm. first part of 2011. So January, February, March and a little bit of April. And then I turned 18 and I went back to my family and, and I was able to like hang out with my friends and shit. And so like I was in like a really weird area because I was like done with school, was an adult. And I was trying to find a job and then I found a job and then I lost the job. I was with my girlfriend and I wasn't with my girlfriend and then I had a lot of money because my mom had like a settlement from my like, disability and I got like a little bit of the check.
1: She called JG so, Wentworth to get that payout.
0: Seven seven five no. No, but she was in a long dispute over a disability and shit. She got a check. I got a little bit of the check because I was I was a little nigga when I was with her. And so I was balling for a minute and then I bought wasn't balling. You know what I'm saying? Niggas did not teach me how to fucking manage a bunch of
1: money. Yeah, in 2011. No, no. We're going to cut back a little bit because I was working at Subway around that time. I wasn't paying bills. So all of my paychecks were pretty much like your disability check. Yeah. So I was going to Chicago by myself. I I went for four days. So it's like
0: I didn't. One trip.
1: Yeah. And it's like I didn't save the money. I fucking blew through that shit because. I had always been told like, you know, you don't have responsibilities now. That's when you run through your money.
0: Yeah. And it was a good, it was, and then like, I was hanging out with my niggas. I was, I just started hanging out with people again, all my friends. And like, I just was going through a lot of shit. And then I finally got a job at Ross of all places. And like, I was just like finding myself and like, and you know,
1: (laughs) I love that Ross of all places, of all
0: places. (laughs) And so like, I was, at my friend Sam Coyle's house for New Year's, and it was me, her, Jared, Tony, Ryan, Subway
1: Jared, else. huh? Subway Jared,
0: no, no, we don't good hang
1: out. because don't. if you were hanging out Jared with Subway Newsom, Jared,
0: the one I previously
1: oh, mentioned. vote for Jared Newsom, yeah, District 13 yes.
0: representative. I, I. I don't think he has that kind of name, but you know, I'll dude, he him.
1: does. I'll, I'll run oh, Jared Newsom is such a District 13 representative name. What
0: about District?
1: He's no, no he's not like a senator
0: name or anything. He's a he's, councilman. he's
1: yeah, <laughs> he's like a Leslie Nope type. <laughs> okay, you know,
0: I guess so. But yeah, for some, I don't, I don't, I don't, know what it is. Something about the shit you hate really hit me, and like, I
1: listen, would, I, would, I so you keep focusing on hate.
0: That's the title of the song, Colin. The shit that you hate. Oh. I that thought, is the song. I I forgot what
1: you said your honorable mention was. It's not, I haven't said so
0: my I, honorable mention. It's oh, not okay. my honorable mention. I'm just mentioning it because it's important to the story of this album. And I, and uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention.
1: Because you just keep talking about how much I hate this album. And it's not that I hate the album. It's just the jumping between sounds that I didn't appreciate.
0: I just, I don't. I, the shit that you hate is not going to be on my honorable mention. It's not even in my top five. It's a great song, but I wouldn't put it in my top five. It's playing just, right now. I know it's a good song, uh, but yeah, it did something to me. And uh, just this album reminds me of those days going over Cody's house. Uh, fucking smoking spice, fucking hanging out with my niggas and just doing wild shit. That was a so, thing back then. It was.
1: Smoking spice. I remember. I'm
0: happy w- other people know what I'm talking about when I say smoking spice.
1: See, here's the thing. I didn't like people at our high school, didn't do it. It was uh, the high school near us. So I grew up far east side and it was either uh, everyone either went to Sabino High School, if you went to a public school. Or they stayed closer to home and went to Tenka Verde, which is where I went. And we were, this was like height of Modern Warfare 2 era. So it's like when you have a full party and your full party is playing, that was great shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, and man. dude, that, oh, don't times. even. Uh-huh. A, a full team for Search and Destroy, right. the best. Uh-huh. But one of the kids went to Sabino and he was like, "Oh man, I just got done smoking a bowl of spice."
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't hear him correctly, and I didn't know what spice was at the time, so I thought he said space. So I'm like, "What do you Yo, mean I you want to mean-
0: smoke space?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah. "What
1: do you mean you smoked a bowl of space?" And I wasn't a stoner at the time, so I didn't know what smoking a bowl meant. I was thinking like a like a cereal bowl, <laughs> just like filled with smoke. <laughs> that's awesome and I'm like what do you mean you smoked? but then I started smoking weed and I'm like oh this is they call it a bowl okay yeah. I get it you, you learn yeah, yeah that's you, how it
0: happens you read you read green pill you live and you learn yeah uh, but I just was I would be remiss if I didn't tell that story let's get into my motherfucking top five Please. honorable mention six hurricane waves serves up for the hurricane waves like I got sick yesterday but it'll take much more to keep me away I can't be there tomorrow. Great vocals. Super pick me up from the downer. That is a uh, campaign for a better weekend. A great way to really start the album. The real start of the album is hurricane waves. Great song. And it's
1: halfway through the album. Is it? <laughs> if it's number six, there's only 13 songs.
0: Is is it number six?
1: Yeah. You were right. When you said that I looked at number, because I have it right here on my phone. You were like number six hurricane waves. Yep.
0: It's crazy. 666. Six, six.
1: Six, what six. does that have to do with anything? You're
0: just saying
1: 666. Six, co- six. <laughs> There's no coincidence. It's I, just number six. I,
0: I, 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 mis- I misread that. It's just a good song. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. It's got the uh fucking... It's got like a... It's like a, a very fast uh, Beach Boy song. You know?
1: Probably another reason why... You didn't like it? Like, okay, here's the thing. I enjoyed the songs. Would have made a whiplash. Would have made a great playlist if I knew the band and I'm throwing different songs from different albums. And each sound they did well. Give me an album of the sound, not an album of five different sounds. I
0: I completely and that's why we didn't like the gorillas record that yeah. much, because it was kind of the same issue.
1: Which our boy Frank, I'm thinking he liked that episode, and he might have liked that album, and that's why he listened to that episode.
0: Shout outs to Frank.
1: Good job, Frank. Put Great me on job. the radio.
0: There we go. Yeah, we got pimp the show more.
1: Let, let, yeah, let me let me get back on there. All He's right. got his own Saturdays now. Oh, let me hop on the Saturdays if you can have guests. Give me give me a, a Wednesday slot on Beef's show, and then a Saturday slot on your show.
0: Yeah, if you get the Wednesday slot, you can pimp the show for the next day. Yeah, that's good it's marketing.
1: I'm just saying, Frank. Let's work together.
0: Uh, My number five, starting it off, Savers. Can you save my life? Can you save my life? I love the guitars on it. I love the fucking vocal. My favorite, Jeff. I guess I can't say my favorite, Jeff, because I do like songs where Jeff is a little bit quiet. But I love when Jeff is passionate and seemingly angry. Uh, he Maybe he might be duplicating the feeling of the anger he when he uh, wrote the song.
1: Uh, when he was in rehab? Maybe. He wrote this entire album while in rehab. Did you know that, Gabe? I don't think he was in rehab. It says in the like little bio thing when you click on it. Did
0: he say he was in rehab?
1: Yeah, that's why it was called Vacation. Because it was a vacation from...
0: A rehab is not a vacation.
1: Well, <laughs> it's a metaphor, Gabe. Oh, man. Have you ever heard of a metaphor before?
0: Once or twice.
1: Yeah. So he's on vacation from his normal life, which was that life of drugs and alcohol. And then he comes back out of it to a normal life. He went on vacation. And that's, that's what some people call it. It's like, oh, you were gone for like a month. Where were you? I had a friend who went to rehab. He's like, oh, I was just on vacation. Because you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to say, yeah, I was in rehab. It was great.
0: We gotta normalize rehab talk, man.
1: Nah, you can't normalize that shit. It's still looked down upon.
0: That's horrible. People are gonna keep going to rehab, (laughs)
1: and And they they should. They should go to rehab if you have a drug or alcohol issue. Go to
0: rehab, please. Fucking
1: if (laughs) any, yeah, right. Learn to learn like some self control and how to handle your shit. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: goddamn.
0: This uh, I used to scream this song. Uh, walk into my job at Ross. Walk into Ross. I would scream.
1: Vocal can't coach.
0: Save my life. And vocal coach. Honestly, I can save your life. I love this song. Um, when relaxing feels like sinking. Ugh, that gets me. That's a, that's a line that used to hit me right in the feels. Uh, my number four. Can't complain.
1: All right. Hey, that's my number four also. Hey, Air Five. Air Five.
0: Yeah, I used to also walk and listen to Can't Complain, and it used to really soothe me for my like anxiety and just like to appreciate what I have because he's so so much of what he is like thankful for in the song are simple things. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I think it helped me stay like in a place where I was like, you know, I felt like I need, I should have this, I should have that, I should, I should be here, I should be putting these like these things as a young man on yourself. You know, you're never like proud of where you are. Like, you want to be more than um, what you are. And it's hard sometimes to just be okay with who you are and understand, you know, just soak things in life. You know, nowadays, you know, that doesn't bother me as much, but I, like 10 years ago, I used to fuck with me all the time. Yeah. So just listening to Can't Complain, used to, the, 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 the long, it feels like a lonely song just because it's like, just mostly just the guitars, and there's a little bit, you know, towards as the song progresses, a few more sounds, but it's mostly like an acoustic song. And like it feels lonely, but it doesn't feel lonely in a bad way. You know what right. I mean? So uh can't complain always gets me, bro It's a, one of my favorite songs by the band in general.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I can't complain about it. I like that. Thank you.
0: That's good. Yeah. Uh my number three, vocal coach. Uh <laughs> dude,
1: that's my number three, also.
0: Hey, we great minds.
1: Yeah, or it's the only good songs on the album. Oh, we'll see.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: we'll see what your number two and number one is. I think they'll probably be the same.
0: Yeah, I think they are. Uh, yeah, I get so embarrassed. Hear my voice. Nothing's forever, dude. Nothing's forever, dude. I've lost so much. I'm running out of things to lose.
1: You know what's interesting, though? The only thing that is forever voice recordings. We put this podcast out on the web, that's always going to be there.
0: As far as we know, unless the machines turn us and they destroy the internet or if
1: Elon Musk tries to take over whatever Spotify and anchor FM is
0: shout outs to anchor FM. Shout outs to our sponsors. No, no, no. We
1: don't shout them out. I do a fucking commercial read through at the beginning of every goddamn episode. (laughs) All
0: right. I love talking about that as if you do it every time. Like you didn't just do it that one time. (laughs) Like you do that. And then we start the show. Like, for real.
1: (laughs) We uh we need the next like ad thing we get. We need to record it while we're talking to each other. Yeah. Because I hate how commercial I sound in that read through <laughs> because it's obvious I'm reading something and I'm trying to make it sound like I'm talking to someone.
0: Yeah. We get to do it more naturally. Yes. Guess, uh, for season four.
1: Well, we can't re-record it. If we re-record it and upload it, then we lose the same revenue. Oh, like, damn. Type of shit, so we have to let it ride till we get another ad, which I think we'll get when we get more listeners and subscribers.
0: More listeners, subscribers. The people listening to this, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your, uh, tell your grandma,
1: tell your therapist. Yeah, definitely
0: tell your therapist.
1: I mean, they'll they'll probably analyze us on the podcast and figure out why we're the way we are. You
0: get some free therapy that way. Free
1: therapy. This episode. Yo, what if we? Are sponsored by therapists, and we get a free hour each.
0: Ooh, yeah, like that, right? This
1: episode is brought to you by Carol Roberts Therapy. Find her on Swan. Hang it, you know.
0: (laughs) Shout out to Carol Roberts and her therapist ways. I
1: don't, yeah. Hey, and if there is a Carol Roberts out there that's a therapist, I made that up, right? Uh, reach out to us. Let's let's link up. Let's let's get some therapy sessions because we're Cause both I fucked up.
0: It. I definitely need it.
1: Yeah. Okay. What's your number
0: two? My number two is uh sick later. Oh, and nobody died, yes. And it wasn't like it was like that summer when everybody died. I'm gonna get real uh your McCarty. Uh, real real uh
1: because you sad. knew you had a summer where everybody died?
0: Yeah. Well somebody Somebody, somebody died.
1: Uh, a friend died.
0: Committed suicide. Uh, a friend Ricky.
1: See therapy.
0: Therapy. And so this song came out like a year later. And that that wasn't like that summer when everybody died. Gets me. Because it's like, I remember that summer where, you know. And then like, I had another summer where another friend committed suicide. So it's like. Every time I hear this song, I think of it, and again the mello, the the sadness in the lyrics and the but the upbeatness of the music is always a good. I feel I like that about bomb the music industry because some of their saddest songs have like really upbeat music to it.
1: It definitely yeah. Like I told you, this sounds like a Tony Hawk song to me.
0: Oh yeah, Sick Later is definitely a Tony Hawk pro skater too. Maybe number three. Yeah. Hell, it could have been on four, too.
1: It could have been on any of them. Tony Hawk's soundtrack has a very specific sound that they look for. And this would have fit right in there.
0: I'm such a guarded guy because I've been hurt too many times.
1: That's just real.
0: How, how, much, how much more real can you get?
1: Like, There's so many times I shut down because I realize what's happening. Yep. And like I don't want to get hurt. It's like when a girl starts to flirt with me. I start to shut down because yep. I know nothing but pain comes from this. Yeah. And I don't want to experience it's that. It's hard, man. Yeah. It
0: sucks, man.
1: It's so... Ugh. Is that something we should unpack in our hour of therapy?
0: Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. I'm glad you said it because like, i be feeling that way. Asked me about that. She's like, why do you just dis- disassociate sometimes? Sometimes you're sometimes Because it's here. easier. Sometimes you're here. Sometimes you're not. I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just... <laughs> not everybody did that when they wanted to, you know?
0: It's, it's hard, man. Sick Later is a... That's why I, like, I love this album so much. because The vulnerability, the... Jeff isn't some fucking Casanova singing. He's a rough voice. And it's, like, real. Just, like, real, real feelings. And, like, I feel like this album was... Uh, appropriate for me when i was 19 and then now as i got older it still is a lot of the themes still really resonate with me and just the feelings of being afraid to be vulnerable because of what you've lost but the music always gives me like a good feeling like it's okay to let go of that insecurity and try you know so i don't know sick later great fucking song to me Song I could, you know, I, I don't cry a lot, and I don't think I have, will ever cry to the song, but if I could cry, I would cry to sick later. You want to know a song I did cry to?
1: Your least favorite because it was so bad?
0: No. Uh, Violent Crimes by Kanye. Yeah. That song got Ooh. me this year. That entire album? It's emotional, man. We,
1: we got to do a 2018.
0: Oh, yeah. That would be fun. That'd, that'd be was a good. That'd be good. Kidsy, that was, a, that was a, yeah. 2018, 2015 is a good year too.
1: Yeah. Like kids see ghosts. Yay. Yeah. And fucking Daytona.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, good albums.
0: We could do Drake Scorpion and then I'll fucking have, we'll have a Drake album that I don't like. And I'll fucking talk shit about, which, would and be
1: you a, know what? I think that's when I started to like Drake. That's good. That's a good, because podcast. I, like I told you, like I really like later Drake stuff. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Uh, Least favorite. I think we have both the same least favorite.
1: Started the song, campaign for a better weekend. Campaign
0: for a better weekend is the worst song on this album.
1: Now here's the thing. I didn't hate it as like a song. I thought it was a decent song, just not a way I'd start off an album. No. And then going from this to Vocal Coach, completely different sounds. And I really, I didn't. I had never really listened to bomb the music industry. So when I heard "Campaign for a Better Weekend," I'm like, "Oh, they're like a Coldplay band. Like I like Coldplay. They're all right, you know. We Death Cab, moments. Death Death Cab for Cutie. I can fuck with them a yeah. little bit. I don't know about that. And well, I mean, I had an older sister who was like that.
0: Yeah,
1: type of person. That's
0: right, right in the up their alley. Yeah, with girls. There we go.
1: Jack Johnson.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I like <laughs> we'll do a Jack Johnson album.
0: Oh man. Um,
1: but yeah, it's just like. The sound going into vocal coach and then vocal coach into everybody that you love. I'm just like, this is three different sounds. Not for me. And that song. Yeah.
0: Now, before we uh, go into my number one, we have to do our segment. The new segment.
1: Well, wait. We didn't hear what you said about the song. I just went on a tangent about the song. You just said it was your least favorite.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's too slow. Uh, I don't really... like find the music very enjoyable, and then once it rises up to him, it's too late. You know, it's a rise up where Jeff is a lot louder, but it's it's the the damage has been done already, yeah. and it can't save the song. And like I almost, I almost, I thought I was gonna put "Why Oh Why" do I think about you as my least favorite, but like. I was thinking about how much uh, I never listened to Campaign for a Better Weekend. I, ne- I always skip it. And yes, I, f- I forgot that Vocal Coach is the second song. I thought I, was, I mixed it up with Hurricane Waves. I do like this album, but I will take a notch off. A lot of the songs do sound alike. There's a couple songs that are like doppelganger songs. And I have to... Hurricane Waves, Vocal Coach, doppelganger songs.
1: So here's the thing.
0: Sick Later Savers, doppelganger songs.
1: Those two, Hurricane Waves and Vocal Coach, kind of close in my top five.
0: They're great songs, but they yeah. just sound like... Well, I think this is a thing that once we... At one point, I would like to review Drake Views, because that is a big album that I say, if you cut certain songs, this is one of Drake's best albums. But there's a lot of doppelganger songs on that.
1: Let's just do a Drake intermission or interlude.
0: Oh, that'd be great.
1: And you choose the albums. I'll let you choose the albums... And we'll do it.
0: It's a good idea. Yeah, Campaign for a better weekend is the worst song on the album. Just too slow, and I, it do, it doesn't really match the energy of the album. Lyrically, I would say it does, but like just tone wise, to even you know the latter half with like um, sunny shade, uh, shady people, whatever, and the ending song and all the other songs. I just feel like they all work well together. Can't pay for a better weekend doesn't. And I always skip it. So it has to be the worst song on the album. I always skip it. Mm-hmm. But uh yes, uh the vacation song, the song, the titular track. We were a little bit uh um, lenient on lenient. this album. Yeah, because
1: I th- I feel like that's a theme for season three. Cause it's like that way easy. for 808s, also, yep. which is cause it's welcome to Heartbreak and it's the albums eight oh eights and heartbreak.
0: That's enough. That's close enough. enough. Fucking close.
1: Definitely close close. enough. Yeah. And then vacation and felt just like vacation. Close enough.
0: Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And so, yeah, uh, I would give this song a 7.75. It's a pretty decent album. Ender Uh, goes on a little too long. And I feel like it's kind of a rushed ending, but it's a a fun enough groove. And the two, destroy me the little breakdown in the middle of the song it's pretty nice. it's it, it's a, an attention grabber and it gives you a chance to you know bang air, air guitar or air uh, drum if you will. You know, so it's it's fun it's a fun enough song and it it is uh definitely not the worst album ender that we have reviewed on this podcast for sure.
1: It, yeah, th- this is one of those songs where it's like this is what I mean by it sounds like Blink one eighty two or it sounds like some yeah. forty one. I don't hear a ska band when I hear this. I hear some 41. They were more, or,
0: Ska-er. Ska-er. more ska 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 er. They were more ska in their uh earlier works. And this yeah. album is Sound really is just like a it's throwing up a lot of stuff and just you know I feel like Jeff had a lot to say and then he's just like let's do all these sounds and this is it.
1: What if hear me out? He had another album come out after this. Why did he have to leave the band and go solo after this album? Why why make a Rush sounding album and a hodgepodge of music album? Just put it in two. From albums. What I've
0: heard of his solo stuff, it's a little bit more consistent, um, but. Bomb the music industry was always really just like him. And then like some other band members he would like recruit recruit into the thing. And some people were like mainstays and some people were like in and out. It was almost like The Simpsons, uh Mm. writing staff.
1: Oh yeah. In the
0: early part of the show. So
1: once Conan left.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like the show is still good, but like I feel like Conan brought Conan really did bring like a lot of greatness to the show. My number one, give me a drum roll. See money. Everybody that you love.
1: That's your number one.
0: Yeah, man, I love this song. It's right. my favorite song. Uh, yeah, everybody that you love, not, that- not everyone that loves you. It's a uh, they're looking at me with glassy eyes. They're gonna bury me. People are the best. Oh, it's pointing right understand. now. Yeah, I love this song. It feels like fucking. Uh, this is the song that feels the most vacation-y. Like you're in, you're at a, a Big Kahuna's. Shout out to Big Kahuna's in Destin, Florida.
1: Like a Big Kahuna burger?
0: No, no, it's a, mm. it's a water
1: That is tonight. a tasty burger.
0: Burger didn't look that good. It didn't. It did not. It did not no. look that good. And then he all oversold right. it. Yeah. And the the drink didn't sound like there was much in there.
1: Uh, no. If o- the only thing that could like save it is if they use like a king's hawaiian sweet roll for a bun in my opinion yeah. to me that's a big kahuna burger
0: that's a big kahuna
1: if it's like a boss. sweet sweet bun and you got a really that's good burger on there <laughs> dude i love sweet buns man <laughs> i'm a buns guy yeah, uh, same bro. i love juicy sweet buns same you know same
0: man i love you know i, I like my girl's extra thick uh but uh the uh, hope you love me too. Doo, 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 doo. The the way it ends, they're gonna bury me in the doo, doo, doo. the ending part. Of the doo, 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 doo. like it just it feels like it just chaotic. Makes me dance. It's a fucking banger. I think it's a most bangerous song on the album. Might be the most bangerous song that bomb the music industry has ever done.
1: Yeah, like, pretty banger. Hold the mash. You know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Pause. It's crazy. I love it's a this food song. Food dish. <laughs>
1: Bangers and mash, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, number one song, everybody that you love. Shout outs to my friends, Lee, uh, David Perkins, Anthony Figueroa, Fuck Ryan Matternock, uh Raymond Solzer, uh Matt Bachman, Jared Newsom.
1: Jared Newsom, vote him District 13 representative.
0: I'm putting Jared Newsom in uh District Nine.
1: No, you can't just, oh, that was a good movie. District 9. District 9 forever. No.
0: Was it not a good movie?
1: It was an alright movie. So anyway, is it my turn?
0: It's your turn. Give me your top top five. five.
1: My honorable mention, Everyone That Loves You. Good. Number five, Sick Later. Yeah. Number four, Can't Complain. All right. Number three, Vocal Coach. Yeah. Number two, you ready for this? Yeah. Felt Just Like Vacation. Okay. Yeah. I liked it. It, was, uh, it stood out to me. That's why it's in my number two. I'm happy
0: that, that you have that so high.
1: But I kind of agreed with your grade, though. That's yeah. a little peek into how I feel about the album. Yeah. And the final grade, I'll give it.
0: And uh, drum roll for your number one.
1: Uh, Hurricane Waves.
0: That's a good number one. Yeah. I can't be there tomorrow. I better, better, better grow up. When, Where do you wanna, who do you want? You want me to start with my grade? Yeah,
1: yeah. you give your grade because I know your friends are listening to this. Maybe.
0: Oh, shout out to all my friends listening, man. Shout out to everybody, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, shout out to Joel. Shout outs to Joel. Yeah.
1: We got to shout him out every episode now.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I actually gave this album a really uh, good score because obviously. Oh, really?
1: Sentimental. Sentimental. And Sentimental. the other bullshit. I
0: give it an eight and a half, man eight and a half a strong eight and a half pretty
1: close to my original grade uh as i don't know if i'll include it in the preamble but as i told you during our preamble the minute i started playing this album the minute i heard fucking campaign Campaign for a better weekend i dropped it a full grade yeah so my new grade is a 6.75
0: I had a feeling it was gonna be a six point seven.
1: I originally gave it a seven point seven five.
0: Then listening, better weekend was that,
1: dude. Bad. Oh, the the minute I played it, because when we were originally gonna do this with the other one, same day, mm-hmm. not the same season, so I won't mention the other name. Uh, I listened to them both, and I had like I was in a better mood because the first album put me in a better mood. Playing that song tonight, made me be like fuck this.
0: Damn, fuck this. Jeez,
1: dropped it a grade to a 6.75. Yeah,
0: all right, still uh, higher
1: got- than fucking Teenage Dream.
0: Yeah, the yeah,
1: fucking Teenage Dream, uh, fucking Teenage
0: Dream, man. Fuck a Teenage Dream. All right, anything else?
1: Let's just end it. I got places to be, people to see.
0: Okay, uh, no, I have to put, I have to put, um,
1: oh, what's next week so I know what to listen to?
0: Oh, the next episode is going to be uh, ODB, Nigga, Please. Oh, I already hey, got my grade for that. A, baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. You know, I'm chilling with the ODB. The Phase 2 Wu-Tang albums are very interesting because like, these guys have all hit stardom now. They're all not as hungry as they were, and they're not as gothic as they were. So I've, very, I've only heard uh, a couple songs off this album. So this is going to be my first time really diving into this album. I've listened to uh, Return to the 36 Chambers, um, ODB's first uh, solo record uh-huh. after. I've listened to that one. So I've not listened to this one. I have heard Supreme Clientele uh, by Ghostface. I've heard Ghostface's second album. And so I'm looking forward to this Wu-Tang second phase album. It's a weird time. 99.
1: He dies shortly after, doesn't he? Uh,
0: about four years after. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can you can tell. It's when he's talking, and it's he's definitely eating some food as he's talking. Oh yeah, he's I'm just full like, ODB at this point. I'm right? just like, all right, this guy, he's he's on a it's short peak leash. He's ODB, really. Yeah, man. like
0: he and some Pharrell, Pharrell, some Netto's production on this motherfucker. That's what I'm really excited about.
1: When he got Chris Rock on there, I'm like, all right, I want Chris Rock. To record my voicemail. And that when people call me, that's all they hear. He's
0: gave Chris Rock. Yeah. He's yeah. he's uh, you know, that was the prelude to him being on blame game.
1: Yeah. Well, I do like the blame game Chris Rock more than this Chris Rock. Yeah. But it's still a good Chris Rock.
0: Yeah, evolution, baby. He, yeah. he got better.
1: I would not slap this man across the face. You know? We'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> and on that note. Goodbye, everyone. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Honorable corridor of greatness. Um You started to say it and then I cut you off because I didn't want goddamn shit in that corridor. Because
0: yeah, I know you don't. I really honestly would like to put the whole album in
1: the corridor. The whole album? No, we'll let so you we'll much- let you put a song in there.
0: Okay, uh Savers. Okay. Yeah. Can uh, you save my life? No, actually, uh Sick later. All
1: right. If you if you flip-flopped, we'll do the whole fucking album.
0: <laughs> Shout outs to all my friends, man. All my friends in Florida. We don't talk no more. And uh I Hello, know
1: Jared Newsom.
0: Jared Newsom and uh Brandon Renner and fucking uh, Kyle Eastman and fucking Trent Cowboy, fucking uh Ty Grimson, fucking uh Taylor Tidwell, uh Sam Coyle, Jessica Lancaster, um Fucking dude, all right.
1: This ain't a fucking, Tony
0: Figueroa. This fucking ain't a Alex Big Daddy Figueroa. Kane
1: shout out um, track. Like, come on,
0: shit! everybody who's ever at the fortress, everyone who's at the uh cave in 2010, 2011. 2012 hey, now
1: let's hear it for those Ohio fellas. Nah, yeah, fuck them Ohio fellas.
0: No, nah, just they don't they don't fuck with bombing music, it's just for all my white friends, basically. Oh, uh, so yeah. Bye, everyone. ODB next week. Uh, Kiss your babies. Uh, Tell your people that you love them. Uh, Look both ways before you cross the street. Don't talk to crackheads. Uh, Yeah.
1: And don't be a crackhead. And do
0: not be a crackhead. Crack is whack. Crack is whack. Goodbye. See you later. Bye.